Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to Ask a Windermere Coach. I will also be joined on occasion by Eric Thompson, Doug Simcock, and Nick Hansen. Our goal is to talk about how to create work-life balance in the real estate world, and we also want to address what does it mean to create epic customer service. We hope you find these episodes useful, and we want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, this is uh, Ask a Windermere Coach podcast, and my name is Michael Fanning with Windermere Coaching, and I've got my good friend Nick Hansen here with me today, uh, one of our coaches in, in our company. Nick, and where are you, uh, where are you this uh, fine day? I'm actually in sunny Arizona today. Sunny Arizona. I wish I was in sunny Arizona. I'm in not-so-sunny Seattle, so, uh, so there you go. Uh, so the topic of our podcast today is something that we see as we end, get close to the end of the year, 2020, and now we're helping our uh, clients uh, kind of set the roadmap for 2021. And what's interesting is we see people that want to increase their production, but sometimes we find people that get a limiting mindset uh, where they're, they're, they're talking themselves out of doing it. And uh, our topic today is called No Limits, because both Nick and I believe there's no limits in real estate in terms of what you want to do. The only person that keeps you from achieving your goals at the end of the day is really yourself and your process and your system. And we thought we would just take some time to talk about it. And I'm going to have Nick kind of tell us a story of somebody that maybe he's had in his coaching world uh, that, you know, he had to work with because they had some of those limiting beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, before I even jump into that, Michael, I think often when we establish goals, uh, which, which happens, you know, any time of the year, but especially the end of the year going into the following year is, um, you know, so we may we may be working with an agent that's at 24 transactions, 36 transactions, and I say we say, hey, I, you know, I think you can get to 50, and we might go, well, I don't I don't think I want 50 because Joe and Shirley do 50, and I don't want their life, right? right. I don't want their life. Well, guess what? Michael and I can probably show you someone that does 50 that works 20 or 25 hours a week, and you would love to have their wife. So we can sort of fabricate stories that aren't necessarily 100% true. Um, and, and so what we really want is this business has no, no, no limits and, and you shouldn't put any limits on yourself. But I'll give you an example of, I had an individual that was at, uh, worked with three years, was at 250,000, went to 500,000. That was a huge leap. Like the number one thing is Nick, 500,000 looks really good. And man, I can do a lot of things with it, but I do not want to sacrifice my life. Like, I do not want to do that. So we had to sit down and look at and say, what does 500000 look like? And uh, yeah, he ended up hiring this assist, part-time assistant and all of a sudden we're at 500000 Then the next leap was, oh my gosh, what's the next? And, and, and lo and behold, that he's over, you know, a significant amount this year. I mean, I don't even want to tell you how much it is. But the biggest hurdle for him was that initial step of, Next, the next step looks scary to me and I don't want to sacrifice my life. So we came up with a plan and you know what? 
he's had the best year of his business and the best life he's ever had. Um, and so we want you to believe you can do the same thing. Absolutely. And, and you know, and that's, and that's the big piece. And one of the things that I look at is we'll have that discussion. And so I had somebody who was going from 30 to 50 and they just said, well, I don't know if I can do 50. And so it wasn't so much that they said somebody else has a life and I don't want that life. They were literally having a limiting belief about themselves. And I said, well, there's people all around you that are doing that. Why not you? Well, you know, what, what, what is, what is, what is the voice inside telling you that you can't achieve that? And I said, because all it is, is just a matter of confidence and competence. And if there's an area where you feel you can't get there, then let's work on that and let's hone that skill or hone that mindset so that you are confident that that can happen because you can do it. Uh, and like I said, it's just, it's, you're holding yourself back, but, but it boils down to more, uh, more items. And I think, you know, we were talking about this before we got on, on, on the air here, but we really came down with six items that we want to address. And, um, I'm just going to throw those out there because I said to Nick, I said, hey, Nick, in your experience with real estate agents, the ones that are uh, achieving and, and, and busting their limits are having what we call breakthroughs where they're doing phenomenal uh, things. What are their characteristics? What are their systems? What are the tools that they have in their toolbox, if you will, that are allowing them to do that? And we kind of boiled it down into six items. So I just want to address each one of those. So, Nick, the first one we came up with was real simple and it seems crazy, but auto flow. What? Yes. And, and you know what, what I'll say is, yeah, I'll jump into autoflow, but these six things, everyone has to deal with at one point in time. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to deal with it. everyone has had to do it. So don't think, don't think negative thoughts, think positive thoughts. So autoflow, what that means is that their, their, their touches outside the telephone calls are automated. So they do not have to, they do not have to take time to actually be in front of their people, whether it's uh, potentially social media, snail mail, email, like it's, it's automated for them. Someone else is doing it for them. That doesn't mean it's not personal. It can be personal. It should be personal. It should add value, but it's automated. Yeah. And, and I think I, I totally agree with that because what I find, it, you know, we always joke around. We said, uh, what's the best thing that can happen to you? You can get business. What's the worst thing that can happen to you? You get business. And I say that because um, if I don't have that stuff automated and I'm doing it myself and then my business really ramps up and that stuff falls through the cracks and then I've got problems. And so I agree with you hundred um, percent. Anything that you can automate that still has valuable and it's relevant that can go out automatically where you're not having to deal with it and touch it every single time and every month is critical to your efficiency. Absolutely critical to your efficiency. And I know inside our Windermere world, I mean, we have a lot of brokers. It's always interesting to me that a lot of our brokers and offices, they provide these automated uh, uh, flow programs that go out. And this, we talked about this. And I will get somebody who I talk to who's what the perfectionist, right? And here's what they say. Yeah, but I can do it better. Yeah, I don't like the colors that they use. I don't like the imagery. Yeah, I want to do a different message. And I just, I kind of shake my head and go, you know what? Just sign up for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just sign up for I hear the same thing. That's not good enough. And I'm like, well, if it's not good enough, they'll unsubscribe from it or they'll, you know, they'll ask, uh, but, but don't overthink it. Don't yeah. Overthink don't, it. I, I think simplicity sometimes is, is easier. Uh, you know, I always say uh, uh, imperfect action is far better than perfect planning. Right. So auto flow is the first one. So let's talk about the second one. The second one is uh, when we think about this is uh 
we talked about a transaction coordinator, right? Um, a TC, somebody who's managing yeah. your transactions. Yeah. So um, there's no question to go to the, to, to take steps up at some point in time, you're going to have to jump in and hire someone to do your transaction management. And uh, um, there are amazing professionals out there. It's not very expensive. Um, it, and I think it's the right thing to do. Now, the, the thing is, is you, you can't have the mindset that no one does it as well as you do because you'll never delegate. And I've had agents hire a transaction manager and they pay for it, yet they're still doing the same thing. <laughs> like right. they haven't given up uh, so, so, sort of those same tasks. And that's like, well, then one of two things, you got to get over that only you can do that task because you can hire it to done, or you may not have the right transaction coordinator working for you. But in this day and age, you want someone to follow your transactions for you. And, and there's so many options. I mean, offices provide uh, transaction coordination in some cases. There's also companies out there. I know two individuals that I coach sign up with the transaction coordination program that they love. And you know, these are people that are doing lots of transactions every day. So they are so in touch with the, with the process. Um, but I agree with you. If you're, if you're that person that says, well, I have somebody, but I got to double check their work, then exactly. Either you're not able to delegate and let it go, or you don't have the right person. Yeah. The other thing I think often, especially if some people are listening today are, are early on in your career, you may be going, oh my gosh, that's where I deliver my high level of customer service. But truly you're going to get to a certain point and understand that your level of customer service, you're gonna be capped at how much you can produce. And there are great TCs out there that deliver great customer service. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be you. I totally agree. All right, number three uh, is uh, a consistent process, no matter what the list price is. Yeah, it, you, you know, it comes down to when someone calls, when, when someone calls you and says, hey, I'm interested in listing your house. It's not, we don't have to recreate the wheel. Number one is we know step one, step two, step three, whatever steps you have, that's exactly what we're going to do. And often I get this and it drives me crazy. Oh, Nick, I, mean, I got to go out for this $1.1 million listing. I really got to rev up my game here and I got to do all this stuff. Oh, but when we go out to the $600,000 listing, we don't bring our A game. We need to bring our A game every time and it needs to be systemized, not customized, systemized uh, and, and, Two reasons. One, you'll deliver a high level of customer service and it won't take you a lot, a lot, a lot of time. Yeah. And I will say this too, is that you have a process that's systematized and it's checklist, right? And so it literally is like, uh, there's a checklist. It's no different than, you know, uh, pilots when they get on an airplane, they got a pre-flight and a post-flight checklist. And all they're doing is they're making sure that that flight is going to be as efficient with the least friction points and easy. And, and you know, you're going to get there in one piece, but they do that and they do it the same way every single time. And uh, it doesn't matter if it's a tiny plane or a big plane, or if I've got three passengers, I got 120 passengers. It's a process. And, and I think that in our organization or in our industry, for whatever reason, we have a lot of people that just, they don't run a process. It's that they, they just kind of fly by the seat of their pants on every transaction. And, you know, and you and I said this, I said, if you take production and you apply it to chaos, you're going to get a lot more chaos. <laughs> if you take production and apply it to efficiency, you're going to get more efficient, right? I mean, it's just the way it works. So, okay. So we did auto flow. We did transaction coordination. We did have a process. Okay. The fourth one, an assistant. Yes. An assistant at some point in time, 
um, you're going to find out that you're not going to have time to prospect, uh, make your telephone calls, and or your level of customer service starts going down. That's a signal that says you need help. And an assistant is, is, can be an expense or an investment. People we work with, it's a, an amazing investment. So if you can imagine, I always use the example, hey, if you're making $120 an hour or $150 an hour, why are we doing $20 activities when we can have that done for us? Michael, I think you had a great example. Think about what a doctor does, right? A doctor gets paid X amount of dollars and their highest and best use is meeting their patient face-to-face, -face, right? They don't set up the appointments. They don't give you a call the day before that says, hey, you have an appointment tomorrow. They do not take your blood pressure and your height and do your vital signs. That, that, that the doctor would be limited on how many patients they can see in their business. So they have delegated that to someone else. And eventually in your business, you're going to get to that point. Um, and you should want to get to that point, right? It's, it's, if you take care of your people and stay in flow with them, you will want, you will get there. You know, and, and Nick, you bring up a great point. I mean, uh, the process of a real estate transaction is complicated. There's so many moving parts, right? And you think about being a doctor is complicated. You think about being a dentist, you think about all those things that are high paying industries, um, they all have this assistant. They all have this assistant, just as you talked about, that is those, those things that need to get done, right? That uh, are going to happen consistently every single time that is not in the best use and time of that doctor or that dentist or that financial planner. Real estate is no different. You know, a real estate agent's best use of time is with them, a contract and a client, or they are having conversations or conducting uh, interactions with their client base that are providing value. It's not like you said, it's not the scheduling, it's not the uh, calling to set up the inspection, you know, it's not f following up with the appraiser. I mean, that type of stuff is, that's assistant type stuff. So let me ask you this, Nick. So what has been your challenge, right? So, when, and I know when I bring it up, same thing, we, we throw it out there and all of a sudden you, you hear the silence on the other side of the phone, right? Yeah. Oh. Like, oh, oh, well, I mean, well, what's, well, oh, geez. So what, what, what are the, what are the hurdles or the obstacles that agents put in front of their minds for not hiring an assistant? Usually one or two things is one is the, the, the task can only be done by me. Okay. Now there are certain tasks, a hundred percent that you, the lead agent must do, right? Like solve for price, get the listing agreement signed. I, I mean, there are certain things that you, that's what makes you special and even negotiation, right? But there's other things that, that, that can be hired done. But the number one thing, it's a mindset is the assistant is cost. Oh my gosh, how I'm going to pay them. It's a cost. And instead I'll say it's an investment. I have a situation this year, uh, a, a client invested an additional $20,000 in their assistant. And guess what? They got over $500,000 return. Now, was there a leap of faith? Yeah, a little bit, but would anyone want that return on investment? A hundred percent. So one, one, one little secret of that, Michael, is if, if you think you're getting close to an assistant, put up, put a little savings account off to the side that says, Hey, I want to put X amount of money in here. And then I feel comfortable enough because I have 12 months pay for my assistant. I don't have to worry about it. I'm not going to lay awake at night.
So you know, that's just a little trick. I love that. In fact, I did that just the other day on a, on a coaching call. We we're doing the business plan and we were doing what they wanted for 2021. Uh, it was said, you know, by the, by the middle of the year, I would like to bring on an assistant. I said, okay, so let's figure out what that's going to cost. And let's start earmarking a chunk of your commissions every single time you get paid up until that point. That's going to allow you to have a nest egg set aside so that it's, so you can bring on that assistant. Perfect. Love it. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, all right. So we have the assistant. Okay. The next one is on here. Uh, let's see. The next one we have on here is uh, limiting distractions, right? So, so what does your day look like? How distracted are you? And how well are your routines, right? We see people that do well have, they, they limit their distractions and they have great routines. Yeah. It's, it, there's no, there's no doubt about it that in fact, I mean, we're doing this podcast in 2020, which have we had enough distractions already? And you know right. what, I'm going to tell you, we're going to have many more in 2021. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. So I, I have a term that I challenge my, my clients, my coaching clients with is eliminate the noise. You know, let's eliminate the noise. I mean, uh, we, we catch ourselves on Facebook and then having a 30 minute political discussion back and forth, really, when all we had, what, what could we have gotten done in our business, maybe the Ninja Nine or whatever for those 30 minutes, right? In fact, this last week with my clients, I've, I've challenged them. I'm like, don't give me any more time that you spent on your real estate business this last week from a prospecting standpoint, just give me 10% more in the same time, right? So we have to be, we're focused, but I want laser focused no distractions when you're, when you're really doing those prospecting type activities. Well, and I, and I would say it goes, you know, we talk about the weekly design system is, is how well are you looking at your, your week and having time block chunks of, of time that's for specific focused activities, right? So like you said, if I'm going to do phone calls, so I have to decide, am I going to do my phone calls every day or am I going to take a chunk of calls twice a week? And when is that going to happen? And when that happens, by the way, my phone, I'm using my phone, but my distractions are turned off. I don't have my Facebook running in the background on my screen in front of me. You know, I'm not, I, I am fully focused and I've got a pad of paper in front of me and I'm writing down, what did I learn? What's my next step? And then as soon as I'm off that call, that data is getting put into my database. That is efficiency. That is focus. And so many times what I find is that we don't, I mean, we think, we think we're, you know what it is? Are you being, are you, are you doing activities that are busy or are you doing activities that are productive? Because I think a lot of people are, they think they're busy and that's, they are, they're busy, but it's not productive uh, because it's, it's laced with, with distractions. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, and then the other one is this, uh, you know, what are your routines? And, and I will tell you this is that a lot of times, a lot of what I'm dealing with right now with COVID and especially with what's happening now is there's a lot of people that have gotten really far off their routine. Because, right, because COVID maybe has caused them to not be able to do what they normally did for their routine. So let's say the routine was they went to the gym and now they can't go to the gym. So instead of figuring out and being creative of what, how could I still get that completion energy and that exercise, they just go, well, I can't go to the gym, so I guess I can't exercise. And not exercising in the morning leads to them not feeling good about themselves and not feeling good about themselves leads them to not running their activities. And the next thing you know, right? They're elbow deep in a bag of chips on three Netflix episodes and they're not, they're not running their routines anymore. Yeah. You know, Michael, what I'll say is we're going to look back on 2020 and, and, you know, I'm not going to say everyone I worked with has done this, but I think we can all think about this. 
you know, a lot of us have been removed from having or, or going to the office, right? We can't go to the office. So we've had to make our, our office at home. What have we done with that commute time? Right. You know, what have we done? I mean, and then if we really look back and some people have done a heck of a job on this is they've taken that extra time and added in their routine things that will impact and help them in the health category, yep. you know, the health category, instead of just wasting it away. Um, and, 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 and if you, if you haven't done that yet, I want you to think about, because I, 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 in my own mind, 2021, as we kick it off, there's not gonna be a lot of difference. I mean, we, so if you haven't made that adjustment with that extra time and really focus on your health, why not? Now's the time to do it. Now is, now is the time to do it. Um, and, and I would say that one of the things that I find is that when people really find themselves kind of in that state of funk, I call it, where they're just, they're like, ah, I just don't feel motivated. I immediately say, all right. I want you just this week, all I want you to do is when you first thing you do when you get up, I want you to go for a walk. After you go for a walk, I want you to do some affirmations and I want you to journal and then I want you to watch a podcast and I'm going to send you some podcasts to watch. Just do that for me for a week and I want, to, I want you to tell me how it changes your state, right? Oh, how does it change your state of mind? I'm a huge believer. If you're not feeling great, wake up in the morning and go walk. Yes. Um, and my, my little preference is don't put in your iPods, like just it's listen long. to the world. I mean, just the birds and the, you know, the wind and smell and just, it's a great way to start your day. Yeah, I totally agree. Which kind of leads to our last one. So number six is the, the, the people that we see that are breaking their limits and having breakthroughs, they have a mindset of abundance right? They have a mindset of abundance and they've also changed their limiting beliefs to empowering beliefs. So what, what, what do you want to For say? About sure. that? So, so a lot of times, it, you know, what I notice when it, when it comes to this is, you know, people started in the business and they sort of had this, this target, man, if I could get to this, oh my gosh, then I'm in heaven. And you know what? A lot of people live right there in that space and that's okay. But I believe this business is unlimited. And in fact, if you take care of your people and you stay in the flow, naturally your business is going to grow. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, some people won't allow it to grow because they've already hit, Hey, I'm, I'm all, I'm all good. So then, then you go, Hmm, why isn't their business growing? Well, they're not staying in contact with their people. Their customer service has gone down a little bit. Uh, that's not a good thing, right? So we need to be prepared. And it's okay to have an abundant mindset. In fact, it's amazing to have an abundant mindset. You know, it's a funny thing. I had a gentleman that, that literally broke through, had a, over 100 transactions. And he said, next, 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 next year, I want 75. And I was like, really? Why is that? Um, he's like, I, I don't know. I just want 75. What it was, was he was scared. He thought he would, felt he was lucky to get 105. So he's just scared to put his target up there. But I was like, Hey, Corey, you know how you go from 105 to 75 really bad customer service. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, just stop calling people. <laughs> just stop calling people, give bad customer service. And he's like, man, Nick, I've worked on my brand so hard. That's never going to happen. All right. So let's prepare it as if, but you know, it's okay. I think all of us, when we got into this business said, Hey, here's what, man, if I can make it to here. So what those people have done is they got to there and now they're what's next. Yeah. What's next. And it's okay. Um, it's okay to go bigger. Um, and 
Michael and I know you can go bigger and have not only an amazing life, maybe even a better life than you ever you could even envision. Right. And, you know, I also want to say, because there may be people on this phone call right now that are listening that said, well, you know what, I've, I've hit that. I've hit that level of, of amazing. And I still want to have the life that I want to have. But maybe I want to maybe I want to downsize my business a little bit. And here's what I'll say. You still remain and keep the epic level of service that you're producing and you're doing those things. But what's great is you don't actually reduce your transactions. You just refer. But what you're doing is you're referring phenomenal clients that are going to help somebody else get to that level. And that is also going to provide epic service and client and customer service to your clients. And you're, you're referring that and that's passive income that's still coming your way. And I think it goes back to how we look at what we're doing, right? And I think one of the things that, you know, in coaching, what we help you with is to really look and say, okay, are the beliefs you have today limiting, right? Or the beliefs you have today empowering, whether you want to grow or whether you want to downsize, but downsize positively to help others. And I think that those are just different ways of looking at it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So just to review everybody, as we went through this, first of all, uh, we hope this is helpful information, but we broke it down into six things. We had auto flow was huge. We had make sure you have, a, uh, you look at your transaction coordination. We said, make sure you have a consistent process, no matter what the price point is when you bring on your listings and you checklist that out. Um, by the way, there's a great book around that called Motivation Manifesto by Atul Gawande. If you want to really learn how checklists can, can revolutionize your world. Um, then we talked about getting an assistant and really identifying those things that, you know, don't require you to do it. And Nick had the example in there, you know, how a doctor has an assistant. Uh, we talked about uh, limit your distractions, right? And build great routines and morning routines. We said, take a walk in the mornings and then really dial in your evening routine too, because I got to tell you, sleep is a critical part. And here's the other one, Nick, drink water. You know how many of us walk around dehydrated all day long, right? Me. <laughs> I, you know, it, it's amazing. That's one of the things I tell to my coaching clients. I'm like, how much water are you drinking? You know, because they say, oh, I'm tired. I'm feeling lackadaisical. I'm just, I don't have the energy. You know what? How much water have you had? Well, I've had five cups of coffee, but no water. Well, let's change that. And then uh, the last one, number six was uh, check your mindset. Do you have a mindset of abundance, right? And helping others? Or do you have a mindset of scarcity? And then the other one too is just listen to your inside voice. Are those, are those stories and narratives that you tell yourself, do they, do they benefit you or do they hinder you? Right. And those are, those are critical things. Um, but I agree, Nick, I think it's amazing this business that we're in and the, the sky's the limit. It just at the only thing, and you and I both say this, the only thing that holds you back is yourself. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So everyone, hey, thanks so much. Hey, Nick, thank you. I know you're going to get back. Are you going to go? Did you already golf today or are you going to golf later? Not yet. A little later this afternoon. Okay, so you're going to get out there and golf a little later. Um, my goal is to eventually have Nick's life. That's what I want to have. <laughs> oh, I want to have your life. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Nick, thanks so much. Everybody, thank you for watching. If you found this to be interesting, uh, please share it out. We, we would be grateful if you did that. Also, rate us and let us know if we're hitting the mark for you as well. And again, thank you from Windermere Coaching. And this has been the podcast, Ask a Windermere Coach. Hey, everybody, be awesome and help somebody and uh, make it a great day. Talk to you later. There were two books that we wanted to address in this podcast today. The first one was Checklist Manifesto. And I believe I actually said a different book, but it is called Checklist Manifesto by Atul Gawande. And the second book that we thought would be helpful is the book by Brendan Bouchard called high performance habits. 
If you haven't read those books, uh, I highly recommend you pick them up and give them, a t uh, give them a read or give them a listen. Thank you so much. We want to thank you so much for listening to Ask a Windermere Coach. Again, my name is Michael Fanning. If you found any of this interesting, please feel free to share it out. Also, if you find that you're interested in coaching, you might want to take a look at our website, windermerecoaching.com. Hey, everybody, have a great day, and be awesome and help someone.